0: I'm so happy to have you guys back here today. Hello, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and like this video so that we can cast a spell on the YouTube algorithm and get more of this content out there. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, thank you for being here. Um, This is a journey I'm embarking on that started yesterday. And today we have our first guest, and I'm so excited. So, the whole vibe of these 22 days. So it's going to be 22 days of a daily podcast, a daily video, and we're going to be basically diving into a whole bunch of magic with a variety of different guests and topics. Um, you heard yesterday what inspired me to start this journey and I couldn't think of a better guest to bring on for, to help me bless this moment. Um, This is uh, Nomi Crowley. Nomi, how are you? (laughs) Oh my God, thank you so much for being here. So I'll let Nomi introduce herself in a second. But what I will say is that I've had the amazing privilege and honor of um, helping her as a coach for the past like month and a half. We've been working together. She is up to some really big, incredible things. And it's just been an amazingly powerful ride, um, up to this point. I'm sure there's lots more to come. And, um, she brings a really, really incredible, unique magic that I know is going to touch a whole lot of hearts as she's, uh, really beginning to emerge and unfurl into using her voice and like getting out there. I'm just mm, so, so good. And, Nomi, you're the very first person that I told about this 22 day series. Um, So, of course, you had to be the first one after when I invited you. And I I said, I said, you got to be on it. And then I was like, oh, she's got to be the first one. So, here we go. Tell us what lights you up. Who are you?
1: What are you doing? What lights you up? Ah, oh my gosh, all the things. Well, I am, let's see. I guess my first thing is I am a mom. I um, you know, I work in tech. I have a day job, but I'm also like all in on all of these wonderful spiritual tools and journeys and I have an astrology business and I'm launching another project that I'm really excited about and I know we'll talk about later, but really I'm just a uh a Pisces sun, Scorpio moon, Libra rising ready for all the magic to come in the next couple minutes. So
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So speaking of the project that you're, that you're building, um, and the timing of it, which has been so incredible, um, tell us a little bit more about why this project matters at this time and you know, what, yeah, how it came to be a little bit.
1: Yeah. So if I'm explaining the project, it's hard for me to explain it without without talking about my astrology business first. So I, I basically um, fell in love with astrology in 2020. Like many people did. I was kind of like, holy crap. Like, how is this something I haven't been using my whole life? And how is it something that everybody else hasn't been using either? Like I was just completely blown away and um, had found my passion. It was the thing that lights me up. And I, so I started to you know, dive into how do I make this my thing? How do I turn it into a passion? And I um, into a business, sorry. And I basically um, found that having a spiritual business is not only a full-time job, but you're also a marketer, you're a IT person, you're a, um, a what do you call it? Like a um, scheduler, like all these things that you need to do to be able to, to, um, start and grow one of these spiritual businesses is just incredible. And like, not, um, not something that many people can do successfully though. A lot of people do. And so I started to realize that there was really a gap in, um, where we, look into uh how we build these businesses and and how we find the um people who want who are looking for these mystical services whether it be astrology or tarot or reiki or breathwork or um body Mm -hmm. talk or heart math like all these amazing things that we're we're kind of awakening to how do we find them and and the answer is usually social media like social media has been a great place to connect and i've found so many things that way but We're all kind of seeing social media shift also into um being harder and harder to use. There's just more and more noise, and it's Mm -hmm. it's become a real challenge, at least for me, to want to be on social media. And so I'm finding less and less um information. And so I what I'm creating is basically a hub. It's called Healing Hub. And it, um, would be like a LinkedIn for spiritual, um, spiritual guides. And, uh, we have our first guide event at the end of October and are really excited about that and are launching in November. Um, so yeah, that's basically the, the long and short of the story Mm -hmm. and uh, there'll be a lot more to it, but that's, uh, that's where that came from. Yeah. It's so good.
0: So if uh, so, we'll have we'll make sure to have that link below. So if you are interested in becoming a a guide and having a presence within Healing Hub, or you're someone who just wants to know which everybody should go and just sign up to get the to get first dibs on the emails and the information on um, what me's up to, you'll find the link the link below. Um, I'm really excited because I really think that you're opening up a space and you have a lot of expertise and experience with startups and you, Matt, you balance really well that whole, you know, you and I talk about this all the time because it's what I talk about all the time. It's balancing that, you know, uh, our, our, the strategy with spirit. So how do we create tools that really serve a purpose and are also very aligned and are created in a very intentional way with a lot of love And also with a lot of best practices, and I think you have this really awesome combination of things based on, again, the experience you've had and what you want to bring forth. So,
1: yeah, lots of courageous steps forward. Definitely. Couldn't have done it without you. I truly... (laughs) for people listening, I don't do well in the limelight. This is actually my first podcast full disclosure. <laughs> so, um, Dean is something that Ma and I work on quite a bit. And, um, this is a really interesting kind of podcast popping up in cherry, but I couldn't imagine doing it with anybody, but you and, and yeah. I'm just grateful for all of your help and, and guidance through as we get through this path. Cause yeah, yeah there's definitely this like thing in me that knows this is what I'm meant to do, but, it's also like requires some serious mm. stretching <laughs> that yes. I, I I maybe was not totally prepared for, but am ready to face head on with with your support and others.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love it. So let's dive right into some Mercury retrograde goodness because I want. I also love that you have this astrology intel so you can set the tone for Mercury retrograde and what we're going to cover is first, like, you know, why is everybody so afraid of Mercury retrograde, right? And there's some, there's some valid points there. And also I asked Nomi to illuminate a little bit for us, the the benefits of Mercury retrograde in general, and also to dive into what's the importance, the particular importance of this Mercury retrograde um, in Libra. So, I'll leave it up to you and then I'll chime in with any questions or like aha moments, but
1: take it, take it away. Okay. So really people are scared of mercury retrograde because thing does, things do go haywire. Um, mercury rules things like short distance travel and your kind of thoughts and mind and, and details and things like that. So there can be, um, there can definitely be, uh, things that go wrong that we can blame on Mercury retrograde, which is nice because it gives us that kind of relief. Um, and, and, uh, you know, thing to thing to blame it on the, um, the, the thing that's can be great about Mercury retrograde is it's literally the planet from the Earth's perspective is moving backwards. That's what astrologers call retrograde is it it appears that the planet is moving backwards and so it can be a really great time to kind of review or reflect or go back and find things that we may have missed Um, that's something that I'm actually looking forward to in this uh, mercury retrograde because it's in my first house and Mm -hmm. I'm in this moment where I am being asked to be out in in the world and be seen and so how I see myself is also very um important and how how I treat myself how I treat my body all of that are um first health themes so I'm challenging myself during this mercury retrograde to wake up early and go for a walk every morning just to kind of re um reboot my uh relationship with myself and my body but there's um there's lots of different ways to look at it and it's definitely a good idea to you know take your time if you're signing a contract during mercury retrograde or if you're Mm -hmm. holding an event during mercury retrograde like (laughs) check all your links and make sure that your email lists are are secured (laughs) and whatever you know make sure that you're not setting yourself up for any technical snafus but then if they do happen they just happen and you fix it or move on whatever um so yeah, that's definitely the, uh, the kind of spiel I have on my Yeah.
0: I got, I gotta say, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Cause I think that's so particularly juicy. So I've got to say, and I went into this in the episode yesterday, but, um, like, why would somebody want to do a special 22 episode podcast video series and put literally content out every single day? Well, I'm always up for a good creative stretch and, it's one of those things, it's one of those ideas that I get a lot that just gets, I get a lot of ideas that are just like downloaded, like, shoo, okay, like a, like a lightning bolt. And many of them end up in sort of a kind of like simmer space, like, like the cauldron that's simmering on the side. And then some of them, it's just like, okay, this is here, it's here for a reason and it gets to happen now. And so, and so my relationship with Mercury retrograde is interesting because, um, I love that it's sort of this cultural phenomena that everybody – you'll see all the memes now and all the posts and all the stuff. And, and by the way, last Mercury Retrograde, I did have a few like technical things. Like there was a flight that got canceled the day before. Like the first time I was going back to Puerto Rico in like a year and a half. And so stuff happened that I was like, oh, yeah. But the first Mercury Retrograde of the year, I actually ran my Rise of the Creatrix, which is a three, four-day live conference. And one of the things we celebrated during it was like, oh, and we did it all during Mercury Retrograde. And like nothing broke terribly. So I'm not, let's say I'm not afraid of it. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. And I'm, I I always try to see, well, what's the benefit here? and um, And I love the idea of the, reflecting of that going back, that like review. So before we get into the specifics of this particular retrograde in Libra, Mercury retrograde in Libra, um, what are a couple of practical ways that you can recommend that we do like a review and reflect exercise? Or what are some of the ways besides you mentioned like, you know, like how it's touching you specifically what are some of the ways if somebody wanted to like take this period for reflection? What would you recommend?
1: Now, first, I just want to say that it's so you're sad rising, like you're forever <laughs> optimist. Like, <screw laughs> for your, okay, I'm going to make this a good totally. time. Like, <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> Yeah. But like coming back to Libra, you know, Libra is the sign of relationships and it's relationships with others, relationships with yourself, um, and, and balance. Right. So I would say that, um, really seeing where you can create more balance, more peace, it's also ruled by Venus. So having that, um, that, where can I bring in, what opportunities do I have to bring more beauty into my life? More, um, more maybe like buying yourself a nice bouquet of flowers and just enjoying them, you know, or like um, looking at the house that it's happening in is also a huge one. So I mentioned mine is happening in my first house because I'm a Libra rising. It, um, you can do that by pulling your chart and then just looking at the transits and seeing where where mercury is and it'll be in the little pie shapes. And then the little pie shapes will have the number towards the middle. That'll tell you what house it's in. And you can easily like Google, you know, first house, second house, third house, and find uh-huh. out that really gives you a, an idea of what area of your life is being effect, affected. What area of your life are you being asked to go back and reflect on? So.
0: hmm So, so then when I told you and I messaged you, hey, so I, I don't know, we were, we were going back and forth on something in Boxer and I was giving you feedback on something and then I was like, oh, and by the way, I had this idea that just came and you were like, oh, would you mind? I was like, absolutely, I'll share it. So I messaged you and I was like, I wonder if she thinks I'm a little crazy for wanting to do this. But actually your response was. So like, you know, uh, pointing in the right direction from that, like astrology perspective. So share why you thought this was actually a good, a good idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I got lucky. So my astrology, I learned most of my astrology from um, Deborah Silverman, which if you're into astrology, and you're not following Deborah Silverman, definitely recommend that. Um And she's also big on this, like, it's not something to fear, right? It's just mm-hmm. something to be aware of and kind of adjust to. Um, so I got lucky in that my, my very first teacher of astrology definitely reinforced that it's not something to worry about. Cause the last thing we need is more worry in our lives these days. Um, and so that was the first thing is like, I'm just kind of like, oh yeah. And then I have the, you know, my Pisces Sunday or Pisces moon is like, yeah, let's do something crazy and like (laughs) otherworldly and not, um, restricted by all these rules. Like I, uh, yeah, I just think, I, I don't know. I think, um, It's a great idea. Why not? Like, yeah, let's not not restrict ourselves because you know somebody says it we should be or whatever. That's yeah,
0: yeah. No, I, I love it, and I have to say that there was something very, a little rebellious about it for me for a couple of reasons. Not just you know doing it, stretching myself into you know creating something every day, which. I've done things like this before, and they always create this incredible momentum and a lot of energy. Uh, I work really well with these types of projects. And also because of the nature of conversations that I wanted to have, I specifically wanted to give it a very cosmic, very magical, very, you know, just let's, let's all help each other come even more out of the mystic closet. And so I want to have guests that are walking the talk in that respect, and we're going to have a variety of, of people. But everybody's walking that talk, and I want to bring people on—women on and men too. I've, I'm, I'm, you know, open. I have a couple of people in mind that I'd love to bring on, but the majority are going to be women that are really walking this mystical path, and that I know. Are, each one of them is also stretching themselves in some way. And I I live for for living on the edge of what's possible. And it doesn't mean we've got to be in that, you know, it, it doesn't have to be painful. It just has to be like, it's this what if space, right? So when we're living in that edge of possibility all the time, it's just this way of seeing the world, even when you have the challenges, the resistance, the obstacles. Um, there's something there that's very catalyzing for all of us. So, I'm I wanted this to be like a like a coming out and like uh, it, and I saw this um, earlier. Uh, what was it last week on Instagram from somebody I follow named Kate Bellew and. She calls herself, she is a word witch and she, in one of her posts said something about uncloaking herself. And I was like, oh my God, I just felt it in like every, like this, 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 this idea, this energy of uncloaking ourselves. And so one of the things that I really want to foster in these conversations is for us to reveal the things that we're ready to reveal that maybe you know, feel a little bit stretchy or a lot stretchy, Um, but to go there and hopefully encourage others to also be on that edge of, you know, what's possible when I really show my true colors and the full spectrum of who I am. So we'll get into, into a little bit more into that later. But first, I'd love to ask, cause you've been on a really big stretch for what you're creating and also a lot of things that are happening in your life. Um, like you said, you have a regular job, you have two kids, like all the things. Right. And I, 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 I want to, I want to like, okay, so real talk. I have conversations with women who have these visions and things, right? They want to do these things, but all they can come up with are excuses. And it breaks my heart. And as a coach, I get to help them move past those excuses, right? Past those, that more victim mentality. And some of them, may not be there. Like some of them just keep going back into that place and they can't do it because, 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 or they can't go there or, you know, create this thing they want to create. I work with visionary women who are either, whoever already is an entrepreneur, they're pretty much like on that edge. But if it's an aspiring entrepreneur that it's like, if all you're living in is a world of butts, like we, we get we get to shift a lot of the butts you're somebody who has potentially a long list of butts that you could be giving yourself. And yet you are like on that edge of what if like every single day. And of course I've had like a front row seat. So it's been amazing to watch and support you. So what are some of the, like what are some reflections that you have? Like real talk of what you've been going through and how you've been able to keep yourself looking forward and having that like onward energy rather than I'm just going to give up, even though there's moments when we both said it, it's like, I, we just want to like put our hands up and be like, ah, well, I, we're, we're done with this. But then something else kicks in that it's like, no, I, I I get to keep going. So what are your
1: thoughts there? You said it perfectly the other day. You were like, don't drop the the, the thing of boiling water, like just gently put it on the <laughs>
0: Oh yeah.
1: It, every day it literally feels like I'm holding this pot of boiling water and I'm just this close, like my fingertips are barely holding on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it but we found ways every day to to you know find um somewhere to set that gently, not just drop it and let it spill all over the place. So I, yeah, I'm going through a lot. I'm, I'm processing grief of losing my mom when I was young. I'm going through a, um, a tough time in my marriage. I'm, uh, start I'm, I'm working a, a, full-time job in HR and tech and I'm, um, Holding on to an astrology business that just is everything that I love in terms of giving people readings and posting on Instagram and like just thinking about should I be on TikTok? This looks <laughs> I know, I love that.
0: And should I should I already get my podcast mic? I'm like, and I'm I'm here like my Sag rising is like, go, go, get it, get it. <laughs> because I have
1: so much time to record a podcast. Like- <laughs> Um, I, and then I have Healing hub, which is like this huge, like is a full-time job in itself of like, Oh my God, I have to, I'm doing a startup. And like, I live for startup energy, like something mm-hmm. about that is like always drawn me. I remember I grew up in the Bay area and I remember sitting on my porch waiting for the very first iPod mini to be delivered. Oh. Like it, um, I couldn't afford the at the time. The actual iPod was like a thousand dollars. It was like this big, and it had the big click wheel on it. <laughs> I couldn't. I I was a kid in high school. I couldn't afford it. But I, as soon as the iPod Mini came out, I was like two hundred dollars. Okay, I could do it. And I ordered it, and I waited every day. It took until the last day it said it was going to be delivered to get there. And I was like, it was the biggest deal. Like, uh, my Mercury's in Aquarius, so technology is kind of... I was going to say, what is it in your chart? And
0: that's like, now I remember. Yeah. I was like, what is it in your chart that makes you that way? And it's, yeah, your
1: Mercury is an Aquarius, of course. In, in the fifth house. So it's like, I get super excited about it. Like I can't, like I like technology just has lights me up in a way I can't even really explain. And I, um, so yeah, and that's what I want to do. And i has been this constant thing of like, okay, the things that are easiest to put down right now, because my my full-time job is supporting my family and I'm, you know, we're a single income household, all this stuff. So it's like, I can't really put that down right now. <laughs> it's required until I can make these other things like actually um, support us. And so, yeah, like holding all of that and and thinking that I have enough um whatever it is, fire, power, you know, gusto to get it all done. It's a daily, daily battle, like you said. And I, I honestly don't know how, how it's happening, except for that. I've called in support yeah. through you, through another um, avenue that's been really magical and really just like opening myself up to, um, to one learning who I actually am. Right. Without programming, without uh, without mm. the patriarchy, without, you know, my mm-hmm. my moon and Scorpio conjunct Pluto is just like fuck all that <laughs> shit. You know? Like just get it out yes. of here. Like can't. burn it all down. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but then it's also like this this thing of like it's not just you decide it's over and it's over. It's like you mm-hmm. have to unpack it and unfurl it. And you said something at the beginning. It's like every day is like you're you're doing the work, right? And I have this mm-hmm. angel card deck that I used to pull from a lot. I haven't in a while, but there's literally a card in there that says do the work. And it always felt like this massive call out of like do you know do the stuff that's just gut wrenching and like horribly hard but also like necessary to get to this next phase of, of what I'm being called to do. So I, it's a day-to-day um, battle and it's it's really a trust fall. I think it's, it's about that like complete trust fall into I, I get to know who I am and I get to be that um, completely. And so what do I have to let go of to get there? Mm. Um, mm.
0: <laughs> I love this so much. I have all like, you know, the 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 chills running up and down. I love this so much. I like live for this because this is I I you know I always see myself in that space as well. We are in a, this constant unfurling, blossoming, emerging. And so much of it is. And I keep thinking about this this phrase, like that we get to surrender to our calling, right? And it, that takes a lot, uh, talk about trust fall. Like that is a complete leap into the unknown. That is what the mystery is all about. Uh, our inner mystery and the mystery of spirit, the cosmos, nature, everything. And it's just, and, and the way you described it, it's not, and this is why I, 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 I'm so, you know, working with people like you, it's like, it's just such an incredible, amazing thing because it's not just about, and, and this is pretty much what a lot of my clients have been from the beginning. It's not just about building a business. There is a calling here. There's a deeper purpose. There's an impact. There's something that you just like must create. Like you must see this through. You have to do the work, right? You have to surrender to that calling and there's never gonna be a quote unquote right time because that's part of part of my purpose is how do we shorten the distance between when, when we as women get these like powerful downloads of ideas and bring them into fruition? How do we shorten that gap? Because the gap right now is so, can be so vast and sometimes you never even bring the ideas to life. And so to be in that space of, this is part of how I get to emerge as me and my truth and walk that every day. Like that's, you know, and uh, am I right? There's never like, there's never going to be a, like a right time. (laughs) Like this whole waiting, like if, if you were to just sit there and wait, well, you know what, let me wait until my life is a little bit more organized calm in order like
1: what is that yeah what is that especially now especially with the age of Aquarius coming up like everything is gonna yeah it's gonna be yes
0: it's only gonna get harder <laughs> oh my god yes I've been saying since last year I was like you know this this feeling of like when when I look into my crystal ball into the future I'm like you know gone are the days when we could sit and like plan something ahead in advance, like really long term like come up with a five year plan there there's a difference between having clarity on your vision and who how you want to show up, your values, your set of like okay this is you know I, I want to live life on that edge of like okay, understanding who I am and and going having the courage to express what that is but things are going to be moving so fast. They already are. They're going to get even quicker. And so it's like the, you know, this mantra that I say, I know I go like having the courage to be, cl- to click into that and be like, I know I go. And to know that the ideas that we're generating, we get to validate them at, at, a, at a pace that is a little quicker that might feel uncomfortable. And it doesn't have to be irresponsible. It doesn't have, but It's never going to look perfect and it's never going to look like, oh, let me wait until dot, 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 right? And I think about what you're putting out in the world, Healing Hub and everything else that you're balancing. And that's like, you're just like on the edge. Like, here we go. Here
1: we go. Every day, every day. Yeah. And you know what's funny is actually the hardest part is just knowing that I'm not going to please everybody. Uh. like. Yes. And for Libra, right. Mercury in Libra going retrograde, this could be a huge theme for other people too, in terms of, for me, it's because I'm Libra rising, but Mm -hmm. it's like, we have to surrender to the fact that what we're doing is not going to be for everybody. And we're not going to, and me, me walking in my truth is not going to be for everybody. Amen. And that, that has to be a hundred percent. Okay. And that is the, the programming (laughs) falling Mm -hmm. away. Right. Like, especially as women, like we, we're just completely taught that we needed to be people pleasers, and that is not the way in this yes. new, in this new um, uh, new Earth, as we'll call yeah. it. Yeah,
0: and it's so very Aquarian to because Aquarius, I always see it as like okay, it's all about its community, but it's also very like individuality, right? Like unique it's so that it's community but it's it's what you're saying it's like okay we're going to we're going to do this together but each of us is going to be our own you know sovereign like you know and and in that like we must we we must have the openness to know that we're not going to please everybody guaranteed and even the people that you think that you've been programmed to please probably don't care as much as you think they do and also even if they do what is most important is for you to be in that sovereign power and that it's i think it's actually an illusion that we've been fed that says that if you are you know if you show all your true colors people might get their feathers ruffled Of course, because they're used to seeing you in a certain light, right? Especially like you've been a certain way. People are used to that. People love their, you know, generally speaking, kind of the default things that are easy to package. Like, okay, I understand you because you're like this. And now we're all being called into this big like individuality and it's stretching us and it stretches the people around us. So it's like that, you know, so holding both of those things together while you're still committed to showing in your, your true self, which being in your purpose in that way is pretty much the opposite of perfectionism because you don't know who you are really truly. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're unpacking and and emerging and like allowing yourself to bloom little by little you don't know what that looks like. Like, and that's really exciting and also terrifying. You know, like I had somebody tell me the other day, she was like, she was like, she said it so beautifully. She was like, my, 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 my soul is so freaking excited and my brain is completely terrified. Cause she's also embarking on some really big shifts. And I was like, that's, that's the place. That's the place where we're, and if we get more and more comfortable with living in that space, that's the sweet spot. Like to be comfortable with that uncomfortable feeling, I think just makes all the difference.
1: Yeah. And it's really, it's going to get more and more normal to be uncomfortable, I think, because more and more Mm. people are getting into doing the work, but it's, um, it's a lot harder to go from being one way to be the people pleaser, to not be the people pleaser. Because like you said, people don't like change. Like they don't yes. like, it, it rubs up even harder. It's like the the super high grade sandpaper rather than the like kind of light sandpaper, <laughs> right? Because it's like, Wait, yeah. before. like, what are you doing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's going on over there? I know, but guess what? On the other side of all that stretching is freedom. I mean- it's, it's, (laughs) listen, I'm there. I'm there. I'm having my ego deaths. I've been, I've been on this path. I'm like, you know, and every day it just accelerates a little bit more and I get more and more comfortable. Like I'm a lot more comfortable with showing all my colors than I was a couple of years ago. Like these, these, these evolutions can happen very, very, very quickly. Like I, I think about myself, just a couple years ago. And it was like, wow. And still I'm working through stuff all the time. And I have no illusion of like, Oh, one day I'm just going to arrive at this place where I'm like, have it all figured out is that doesn't
1: exist. And so I'm okay with that. And like, Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, please. There's this reel that's been on in my Instagram lately. It's like one day you're going to meet your happiest self and you're going to know that everything was, and I'm like, am I really like, or is it just like, are you kind of playing me a little bit? You yeah. know? I don't know,
0: but not, not if you're walking the path of what you call the curious mystic, which I love like this path is. Yeah. Like if you, if you have that and, and here's the thing, and I'm getting all the chills because I've been thinking a lot about the reason why we are so drawn to magic, so drawn to mysticism, to alchemy to um, witchcraft, to fairies, to all, I mean, all of this, you know, there's spirituality and then there's magic and then there's inter- this beautiful intersection where they all like collide. Why are we drawn to working with the phases of the moon? Like, and it's because we are seeking to dwell in those spaces that have been kind of kept from us for a long time. So imagine, I'm just getting this visual of. Imagine there's been like this beautiful box like locked in your closet and it's been kind of calling you, whether it's like the siren song or it's a soft glow or it's just a feeling. And a lot, so many of us are like stepping, like opening up and refining this box. Maybe it's like high, high up. Maybe it's tucked, you know, behind like the shoes or it's tucked in there and it's just calling us. And then we start to open it up and it's like, (gasps) ah. Oh, oh, like, wow. And to try to then make sense of that magic, which is both your inner magic and just the magic of all that is, right? To then try to make sense of that magic with your logical mind, which is what we've been taught to prioritize, will send your mind in like a tizzy. And then you'll be like, no, 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 no. That's just pretend. That's not real. How do I know? I'm just imagining things, all of this, like, But when you allow yourself to sit with it and commune with others and connect with others who are also sitting with that same like, wow, this is big. This is ours. This is so ours. And we are drawn to bringing in and weaving in all of these elements and making them a part of our lives, our businesses, how we raise our children, how we create our relationships how we connect and grow and co-create and collaborate and this is why there is such a this rise in I call it the rise of the creatrix right this rise in these light workers who want to have a business that's infused with magic and it may that may be a spiritual business and it or it may be something that's not quote-unquote spiritual But you want to infuse it with a degree of magic and intuitive knowing that is like, which is why all of this is just so like, things like Healing Hub, things like these conversations, these
1: communities, these like connections. It's an awakening. (sighs) Mm. It's an awakening. Yeah. It's it's happening. Like the thing that drives, another thing that drives me is that it's happening, whether we're participating or not, you know, oh. like the more we surrender to it, the easier it's going to be for us in a few years. And I, I do think about that, like people that are resisting, like I have resistance for sure, like that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm working through every day. I think that's kind of what we're talking about, but mm-hmm. I'm also trying to push forward as I push back. And it's like, if you're completely locked in by your resistance, it's just going to be that get that much harder, that much harder. Like the more that we kind of do the work,
0: and Mm -hmm. surrender
1: to this awakening.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for, for painting that picture. And it also brings up for me that many of the people drawn to hearing this conversation or watching this are, we're doing the work from this. Like you said, it's, it's happening whether, you know, you're ready for it or not, but so many of us are being guided to actually guide the conversations, right? Like we're being guided to to be at the forefront, to blaze the trail. And that is like extra uncomfortable because blazing a trail is just that. It's, it's never, it doesn't exist. And each one of us has been given these like, you know, whether we call them codes or this special information, these, this, I also call it your divine appointment that we're meant to bring forth in this lifetime. And- that again goes can go against all of the quote-unquote like logical thinking that might keep us in a place of no 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 don't even touch that like stay here with what appears to be safe because it's what we know but we're being called to just like and there's no script for this There's no like, oh, here, follow the, like, yes, there, you know, there are guides and there are seekers and we're all helping each other. We're all figuring this out as we go. There's no script. There's no like how to, we are literally like creating this as we go. We are creatrixing this as we go. So the, the more we can let go of the idea that there's, there should be some way to like, okay, like this is how you do it.
1: Like what, what what do you what do you think about that? yeah, it comes from both sides too like as a creator or a you know a a business owner, whether it's a mm-hmm. spiritual business or not, it's like we have to we have to give ourselves some grace around everything because of that exact thing like it's all completely being created as we go and then also as like a user, as a um i don't know a customer, however you want to think about that, it's like also giving some grace and being like, wow, like, look at her go, you know, like really mm-hmm. seeing the, um, the innovation that's happening and how we've been kind of taught to see, um, see to, to cut each other down, you know, it's kind of where mm-hmm. I'm going to like the, the our feminine relationships have really been designed to disempower us. Mm-hmm. And so it really great, uh, creates this opportunity to kind of like lift each other up, like you were saying before, and yeah. and and see how, A, how amazing it is, and B, how hard it is, like every, yeah. everything that you're doing, everything that I'm doing, you know, like giving myself the credit and giving myself the grace of like, holy shit, this is my first podcast. Like I'm kind of freaking out, but then also like, oh, Hey, I'm doing it. I'm talking. I'm yeah. like the words and saying the words, <laughs> like, that's really all you have to do. And it's Mercury's about to go retrograde. So the fact that there's even words at all is kind of a miracle. Like, <laughs> I don't know, you know. Yes. Yes. We have to, we have to um, because that's going to be required as things speed up, as things get harder, as Pluto return comes to the United States, like it's we're not, we're just at the at the beginning, at the lift off of what's can what's about to go down. And, mm-hmm. and we have to love ourselves and mm-hmm. be like, give ourselves a hug. <laughs> like give ourselves
0: a hug, give ourselves some grace, give each other a lot of grace. Um yes, I love, 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 love. Okay, so here is the question that I'm gonna ask all of the guests because we get to stretch into like, okay, there's something in us that's been lying dormant that we're ready to reveal. And maybe, and I want also as you're listening and watching us to think about it for yourself and see how this inspires you. So there's something that's been lying dormant, something that you're ready to reveal. And maybe you've already been revealing it, right? And you just want to articulate it now in a, in, in a place of a lot of, okay, like, this is what it is and share it with the world. Um, and maybe it's something that's brand new. So just setting the tone. Cause that's, that's where we're going. Um, so know me, what is it that you are ready to reveal that's been lying dormant?
1: You know, <clears throat> in the spirit of Mercury retrograde and Libra and Libra season and being a Libra rising, I'm going to say that it's really around my unpacking of something I'm kind of calling. I don't know if other people have called it this before, but it's something I'm calling Venus shame. Like mm-hmm. I really have Venus is my chart ruler and I have spent a lot of time not letting myself kind of feel beautiful, not letting myself enjoy art, not letting not feeling comfortable getting dressed up for no reason, like these are all things that really, um, and I actually have Venus opposite uh Pluto in my chart, so this is also just a huge, um, a huge pull for me to kind of transform around my relationship with all things related to Venus, with the way that I love myself, with the way that I love other people, and really not having any. Um, not feeling like I have to hold myself back. I kind of realized today I was getting ready for this and I I knew we were going to be on video. So I did my hair and I put on makeup and I did all the things which I can do, but it's like, I don't enjoy it. You know, like mm-hmm. I kind of know um, there's no real like fun in that for me. And I was thinking part of the reason I don't like to buy makeup is because I've always thought of like, oh, the makeup industry is so wasteful. And like, there's all these problems with it. And there's all these bad chemicals and blah, 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 blah. All Mm -hmm. these things are true. Like there's not, it's not, but I kind of, we have to move ourselves to the front of the line, right. In terms of like, how do we, how do we balance being mindful of, and this is just an example, right? Like, this is just how I'm, I'm kind of, reframing it for myself, but how do we be mindful of um, our own needs to feel, feel beautiful and, and the environment, like there's ways to do both, you know, Mm -hmm. um, just, just sitting with that and kind of unpacking that and being with that and seeing, you know, seeing where it takes me has been my, um, big and cloaking. It's a little uncomfortable to talk about even. So I know that it's a big, yeah, um, I need to unpack, but, um, Yeah. yeah,
0: good, good. That's, that's, that's the juicy stuff. Yes. Good. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing that. So, um, Any final words, anything else that you'd like to share? And I'll mention that we'll have links to follow Nomi and, you know, all the good stuff. So make sure you go follow her. And if you're interested in getting your chart read, um, she has, you can just go to her Instagram and you can find the link there Um, and definitely sign up for Healing Hub updates. So any final words that you want to share as we begin to conclude our time together?
1: Um, thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on my first podcast. It's just very exciting. <laughs> and what, <laughs> what, a I a, I
0: call these like portal moments. Like we were talking about it before, before getting on, I was like, I call these portal moments or like before and after it's like an initiation and you know, yeah. So, um, it's an honor to be the, to, to, to be the one <laughs> to uncloak your podcast self Love it. I love it. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. So welcome. Um, All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. Again, make sure to leave a comment and share, you know, what resonated with you from this conversation and what are you excited to reveal and uncloak and explore uh, during this beautiful season i'll be back tomorrow with another episode and until then all my love and stardust thank you so much for being here and um thank you Nomi. all my love bye everybody be well
1: bye